Welcome to This Embodied Life with board-certified life and embodiment coach, Megan Rattan. In this podcast, I will offer insights, resources, skills, and practices, all to support you in connecting with the wisdom of your very own body. Let's begin. Well, hello, hello. I am so excited to be here today. If you have been listening to my podcast previously, you will notice a new intro that I'm so excited about. And if anything, I just want it to be a reminder to each and every one of us that you have radical self-permission to change and shift at any time. And as somebody who is a quote-unquote recovering perfectionist, it felt really good to release something that was beautiful and made sense to me at the time and yet also felt like it wasn't really highlighting my many shades. It felt kind of subdued and um, yeah, it was just kind of fun to play in that realm. So in the spirit of that, we are full on playing today, you guys. I'm going a little bit rogue. I don't have a lot of notes here. It's actually kind of laughable. I have a little bit of a sticky note here to maybe keep me on track. We'll see. As I spoke in my last podcast, sometimes it's a labyrinth I'm walking you through. But today we are talking about embodiment. And I call myself a life and embodiment coach. A lot of people don't really know what embodiment means or they might have a sense of it, but what I wanted to really speak into in my episode today was to talk about what it means to me as well as some yummy resources I found online that I will of course have in the show notes as well. So first off, I'm going to give you my definition. If you asked me off the cuff how I would explain or define embodiment and I would speak of it in two different realms, actually. I would first talk about what it means to me on a physical level. And that would be that in all truth, there is a vagus nerve. It's one of our largest nerves in our body, the largest cranial nerve in our body. And it is kind of this like gateway and highway of brain body connection. And what scientists and psychiatrists and psychologists have found is that this highway, this superhighway, this communication is actually the vagus nerve is communicating to our brain 80 to 90% of the messages, which is really interesting because I think a lot of us think on this conceptual level and we think that the brain is the one completely in charge of our nervous system in a lot of ways, but really it is a reaction to experiences in our body. So on a different level, I'll say it in as concise as I can, because I've spoken into this in previous podcasts, but, and this can honestly be so many podcasts on its own, which I will speak into, but when we're, when we're children, we're kind of learning how to be in the world. And when we're first entering into the world, everything is occurring on a 
body level, on a systems level. I mean, you can even see this with the way that babies interact with the world around them. They're grabbing objects and they're putting them into their mouths, right? We spend a lot of time on our backs, which honestly is a great resourcing tool because that is so grounding for the nervous system because that is how we entered into this realm, this breathing realm is a lot of time on our backs. Um, so yeah, so embodiment on this physical level to me is coming back into the knowledge and wisdom and experiences of your own body, understanding what it means to feel in your body, what your body is experiencing, whether you are in a moment where you are feeling joy, connection, love, whether you are enjoying humor, whether you are triggered and you're anger, angry or you're sad. So it's kind of coming back into this physical level of what is it that I'm feeling and experiencing within my body. So that's one of the parts of embodiment to me. The other part is more of an emotional, spiritual aspect. And that is kind of the soul level of experiencing. And I think of it in the sense of when you're feeling an intuitive hit or when you're feeling like you're sensing something in a room, whether it's you can sense the energy in the room feels off or it feels connecting or there's something happening that you want to be a part of and you can feel that in your body or maybe somebody asks you a question about a choice you want to make and you're, feel, you're feeling that out and maybe for you when you move in decisions from your intuition, it's something you feel in your chest or your heart center. Maybe it's something you feel in your gut or your sacral root chakras. This kind of is that point that on an emotional, spiritual, soulful level, you are listening to your body and what's coming through and communicating to you in that realm. Another beautiful way that a dear friend of mine expressed it that I want to share with you is she gave the example almost as if there's a picture that somebody has drawn and it is the outline of a body and what embodiment actually is is it's coloring in and it isn't just coloring in but it's coloring in all the way up to the very edges of that drawing that's embodiment that's full agency and authority and ownership and empowerment of who you are on a cellular and spiritual level that's embodiment whoa right that's that's a lot um and yet it's so yummy it's the most beautiful part of what i do in my practices with my clients because once we start tuning into and welcoming in and inviting in the very experiences, wisdom, knowledge, and feelings of our own body, you become limitless in so many ways. And there are multiple books, multiple articles on this subject, which I can um, reference at a later time because I would love to speak into that of what kind of my favorites are. That'll be for a later podcast, but just know that when we shift into embodiment, it is just the most beautiful, empowering playground you can be in. It's wonderful. So I wanted to now kind of shift realms here and talk about some things I found online that I loved. So 
as I said, I'll put these resources in the show notes. Um, the first one that I found is an article that says, your body is sacred, three ways to practice embodied spirituality. And what I wanted to draw from this is how they kind of defined it themselves. So they said, what is embodied spirituality? Embodied spirituality refers to a lived experience of spirituality that is grounded in the body. When we embrace embodied spirituality, we come out of our minds and back into our bodies, into that which is visceral, instinctual, and deeply felt through the senses. How amazing is that? And I love that they even spoke into the senses. So we have five senses that we are experiencing things through, through our sights and smells, the temperature of the room, the way something might taste. There are, there's constant feedback that we are getting. And so the more that you're kind of training yourself to return to the body, the more you can start to tune into what an environment is either offering for you, what messages you're picking up in that environment, what may not be in full attunement to you, what might not be in service for you. It's a really empowering journey. Okay, here's another one for you. All right, I liked this one a lot. Embodiment is a process of realizing each aspect of our self-feeling and experiencing and that it's connected to the whole as an unapologetic expression of that full self. Ooh, let's repeat that part. As the unapologetic expression of that full self, embodiment can be understood as the antithesis of oppression. Now this is beautiful. This is from um, some partners I found through the Embody Lab, which I love. I can speak so highly of them, um, but this is uh, a website called Black Therapist Rock. So saying this one more time because gosh, how beautiful was that? Embodiment is a process of realizing each aspect of our self, feeling and experiencing its connection to the whole. As the unapologetic expression of that self, embodiment can be understood as the antithesis of oppression. All right, and then I've got another one for you, and this talks into somatic embodiment. So somatic, once again, is another kind of big loaded word, but in, in layman's term, somatic means of the body. So it's, it's another way of speaking into our experiencing on a level of the body. So kind of coming away from that conceptualization, that overthinking mind. So what does, this says, oh, and you might be able to hear the snorts of my French bulldog in the background. She's joining <laughs> the podcast with her own embodiment experiences. So what does somatic embodiment mean? Embodiment explores the relationship between our physical being and our energy. It involves the interaction of our body, thoughts, and actions. So really somatic embodiment is a process or being of connection between self and body. So of being in relationship to yourself. Pretty yummy. Okay, so then I thought it would be fun to play a little. Now, if you're out on a walk or you're prepping a meal, by no means do you need to close your eyes to participate in this. You can do this while you're doing whatever activity it is that's 
taking place. But if you're at a space and place where you can close your eyes, that would be wonderful. So what we're going to do is we are going to do a little guided meditation. And before I begin a session with a client, I do this. I do a what I call a grounding or dropping in where we do a couple minute meditation just to honor and enter into the space. And in the theme of embodiment, in the theme of somatic experiencing and returning to our bodies, I thought, what better way than to do that right now? So if you're at a space and place where you feel safe to do this, I invite you to close your eyes and just start to come into awareness of your breath. Nothing to force. But maybe just noticing that when we bring awareness to our breath, it tends to naturally slow down. And then I invite you to arrive in your body. And without placing judgment or overthinking it, categorizing it, just notice where in your body you land, where in your body you come to or picture when you hear those words arrive in your body. And then bring your awareness to the areas of contact between your body and the earth below you. Perhaps it's the soles of your feet to the floor. If you're seated, maybe it's the backs of your legs to the chair. And rather than thinking of gravity holding you down, Envision that the earth itself is rising to meet and hold you. Are you able to allow yourself to feel heavy, to be held, to melt, even if it's 1% more? And then I invite you to energetically zoom out and envision yourself five years from now. It's in the morning and you are brewing your morning cup of tea or coffee, perhaps lemon water, and you're sitting down to enjoy this warm cup. All the things that you have wanted and hoped for, they've come into fruition in your life. And here you are. And as you sit, notice how you feel.
beyond the emotions that I want you to tap into, I want you to also tap into the very energy that you feel. As you look around your home, the room that you're in, as you're sitting enjoying this warm cup, what do you notice? What details do you see? And how do those make you feel? And I want you to envision your heart space. The very four chambers of this beautiful muscle that is constantly moving, constantly receiving, as well as giving the cycle that exists there. This life force that exists there. as well as the heart chakra that exists in this space, this energetic channel to higher realms, to your spiritual soul and aspect of being. And I want you to envision it filled with a warm gold light. And then you're allowing that light to spread to other areas of your body. Moving up through the neck to the crown of the head, moving down through the arms, the tips of your fingers, through the torso, the legs, to the very toes and soles of your feet. Filling in all the way up to the edges, this warm gold light. Taking some time here, a moment to yourself, just gentle awareness and noticing how you feel. And then taking your time, maybe moving and wiggling your fingers or toes, maybe rolling out your neck or shoulders. And if you had your eyes closed, gently fluttering them open and returning to this current space. Hmm. I'm taking a moment here once again to notice how you feel. This is a beautiful example of coming home and returning to our body, taking the time to slow down and observe and listen to what's here, as well as that beautiful noticing of what it feels like to be in your body. And 
For some, this comes really easy. And for others, this can be really difficult. So I want you to resist the urge to feel like you need to judge this or to determine whether this was a good or a bad experience. It's just an experience. And with practice, like all things, with time and with practice, you'll find that more opens up for you in these experiences. So I wanted to wrap up this podcast and and this talk of embodiment with some ideas and practices that you can do on your own and you might already be doing, but it's just a reminder of things that bring us back to our body, things that help us relate to the body, things that help bridge that mind-body-soul connection. So one is yoga. This is a great mind-body practice. People focus on their breath. They're moving in specific postures to reach a certain state in their mind and their body. And one thing that was shared with me many years ago um, about the position of plank that I, I really love and I want to share it with you. And it was that nobody's really eager and excited to get down into a plank. Nobody's wanting to do that position in a way of wanting to hold it for very long. It's, it's very, it's intentionally stressful on the body. You're using almost every muscle you have to support yourself. And not only is it a beautiful way to engage your muscles and to, you know, fully understand the structure of your spine and the posterior chain of your body and positioning, but on an emotional and spiritual level, what that posture is also meant to do is to remind you that sometimes we are in areas of our life, experiences in our life that we don't want to be in. And in that moment, what we can do is remind ourselves that I'm not here forever and that a way that I can help myself in this moment is to breathe. And so beyond supporting yourself in plank and making sure you're doing every kind of micro um, posture correctly, it's reminding yourself, I'm not going to be in plank for the next 10 hours, right? This might be a minute, two minutes max. And something I can do for myself in this moment is to really breathe deeply and allow my mind to calm down from the chatter of saying, I don't like this. I don't want to be here. When is this done? This is hard. So I just want to share that little yummy nugget that I heard years ago. And I, now every time I go down into plank, I think about it. And I think it's something that we can carry into other experiences of our lives of, I don't want to be here. This is hard. I don't like this. And that reminder of I'm not here forever. What's something I can do? I can breathe. So some other yummy embodiment practices to try dance and movement. I am a huge fan of music. I mean, gosh, that's probably the understatement of the year. Um, if, if there was something that was a, 
insatiable appetite for me. It would be music, listening to music, um, having music fill our home. So having impromptu dance parties in our home is um, a pretty fun thing to do. Kitchen cleaning dance parties, evening dance parties, right? When you've hit that post-dinner kind of lull where as a parent you're exhausted but your kids are kind of fired up, having some dance parties can be fun. Um, Going out to music with friends and dancing, attending a concert, dancing by yourself. I've done this a lot, just having a solo dance party in my home. It is a blast, so dancing and movement. Voice and vocal work, humming, singing, great way to return into the body. Meditation. So much like the practice we just did, you can practice guided meditations. You can do transcendental meditation. There's all sorts of different meditation practices and realms to play in. And meditation is a great way to return to the body. You can do progressive muscling, tightening, and um, relaxation. So that's where you might sit and squeeze your palms really tight, clench your muscles up all the way up to your shoulders, clench through your belly, even through your feet, your legs. So this full body clenching and then relaxing and doing this a couple different times, doing it in a progressive manner where maybe you're clenching tighter each time, relaxing a little longer. That can be a great way to drop into the body and Massage, beautiful way to return to the body. Other simple practices that you might already do be doing, my friend, is taking a walk, especially outside. If you are able to do this unplugged, meaning not listening to a podcast, not being on a phone with a friend or loved one, especially not being on a phone with work, um, maybe not even listening to music, but just really tuning into the environment around you, that can be beautiful. Taking a walk in general is a great embodiment practice. So if you are listening to a podcast, if you are catching up with a friend, by no means think that I'm categorizing those as wrong or bad. I do those too. But just noticing if there are times and moments where you can do it unplugged, it can be pretty brilliant. Deep breathing exercises. I don't know if you are familiar with breath work. If you are ever interested in trying breath work, I have a practitioner that I see a couple times a month and I highly recommend her and you can reach out to me. I will also put her contact in the show notes. Um, But breath work facilitation and um, movement and practices is a great way to return to your body. So these are a few of the little things that I wanted to speak into today about embodiment, it's a really, really big topic. And um, it's one of the most important ones to me. I Once I started shifting into this realm a few years ago, even before I started my own private practice, it was finding things that really lit me up in my own life. And it started with taking a couple courses through Embody Lab. I took a couple certificates courses through them definitely through my own meditation practices and I started a meditation practice after reading a book about coming into our bodies more and 
almost meditating and visualizing our experiences from the inside out. And that really created quite a shift for me. And so when I call myself a life and embodiment coach, it's that aspect of holding a space for women to share their lived experiences, for them to share their dreams and visions, for them to share their limiting beliefs, their shadow sides, their wounds, and to take all of that and resource all of that as a way to shift into the being that we are called to be, to really embody the person that we have felt into for a very long time, even if it's minimally, and knowing that we want to shift into that in a really authentic and deeply empowered way. So to me, that can be some of the yummiest parts of our healing because from there, from that returning into our full embodiment, that is where we really truly understand ourselves and from there can start to create whatever life it is we want to create and what I loved about the meditation practice that I had you try is kind of tapping into that reality and that sense that all of the things that we're calling in whether it is a certain vacation whether it is a certain amount of money maybe an experience we want to have with somebody, maybe it's a specific item that we want for the home or a particular piece of clothing, right? Whatever it is on this external level, what's really happening is that we are seeking a feeling. We are seeking a way in which we want to be in our body, whether it is I want to feel calm and centered, I want to feel balanced, I want to feel really powerful and strong, wise. I want to feel really confident and courageous and brave. I want to feel really present with my children. I want to feel really connected to my partner. I want to feel that deep love, right? It's coming back into these feelings that we're hoping that these external things will bring us a feeling and the beautiful aspect of doing embodiment practices especially with me as a coach is that we start to shift into that being in real time starting today of knowing that that's what you're calling in okay so how can we start embodying those feelings those aspects of who you are on a soulful and cellular level starting today regardless of whether we get x y and z <laughs> hmm well, my friend, I am sending you so much love and light wherever you are. As I said, I'm going to reference a lot in my show notes today because I kind of skipped all over the place. So there's going to be a lot there that you can kind of skip through. I also have an ebook that I have created. So if you want to learn more about what it is that I'm offering, I do have a free ebook that you can reach out to me. I'll have that in the show notes too. And I can send your way. And I do have only a few um, openings right now in my practice but if you are interested in hearing more about one-on-one I have a few discovery calls left for the end of February and a couple left for March and from there um, things are booking up and things are moving so I'm sending you so much love and light once again my friend be well <laughs>